the one and only Chris the producer. Chris yeah. the producer. Last man standing. MMA and beyond. Welcome, welcome everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sharing. Make please make sure you give a five star rating on iTunes or wherever else you listen so that other people could find the show. Ray Longo, I'm flanked by killers right now. I tell you what, man. Like they, there's a saying that when you made it to MMA and beyond, you have officially arrived. And well, I'm there happy to have Dylan, Dylan Montello, the quiet there man. But quiet we man can't be MMA. too quiet today. Absolutely. We got to talk a little bit. Thank you for having me on this Memorial Day. Yeah. Dylan, I'm excited. We just did a workout together yeah. on the podcast. That's Absolutely. pretty exciting. Yep. I like pads with Ray and then a good cardio circuit with Manimal. And tell us what Killing your it. fight coming up is when? And June who? 7th. I got uh, Triton fights. Got an amateur title fight, 155, uh, against uh, Jaquan Wilder coming up. So awesome. ready to go. he kind of got screwed, Dylan. But I like where his head went because we couldn't find him anybody for Ring of Combat, and then the kid he was supposed to fight didn't fight him because he wanted to train here. Mm-hmm. So we didn't know that at the time, and right. then we figured we'd go to Bellator and do that. And then that thing, because they had some agreement with uh, a Connecticut show that went south, they had to put those guys on. So he kind of got screwed out of turning pro when he wanted to. So I think he did the right thing. He took another amateur fight, get more experience, and then we're ready to roll in September. Do, do you, when you, when you have a fighter like Dylan, do you have, do you have trouble finding them opponents? Do you, do you have to, I guess, <laughs> Do you have to be cautious about the highlight reel? Does it work that way? Yeah, but everybody, it's so, you know, social media driven. You can't right. hide anything. Can't. So, uh, yeah, when you get a guy who's undefeated in the amateurs and he's got a couple of belts, that's, you know, I mean, you got to look on the other, like if you were on the other guy's coach. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he, that's going to be a little hard. And, you know, his personality is off the charts so if you know he he likes to have a schedule and you know sometimes it just doesn't work like that you know that's that's going to be something he's gonna have to deal with even like with the ufc you show up at a fight i mean we drove to canada for costa one time and the guy didn't make weight or something happened he got sick the night before and you have no fight so what a drive back that is yeah yeah but you know we had it's still i'm just saying for the fighters if your mindset isn't like you could go berserk you know, or you just, there's nothing you could do about it. You know, you take that approach and you just focus on the next fight. You just get back on track, take a time off because the weight cut and all of that crap is crazy. And that's yeah, it. So he kind of, I like where his head's at. He took an amateur fight and, uh, like, again, more experience. And then when he turns pro, yeah, it'll be hard, but we're going to get him somebody for sure. You, you know? focus, you readjust. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And back to the social media thing. It is a catch-22, I feel like, for yeah. me, because you do want to have the promoters see you and you want to have build a following, but also, you you know, you don't want to have guys look at your highlight reel and say, you know, I don't want to fight that right. guy. I feel like it's even easier at amateur because it doesn't necessarily go on your pro record. So I'm thinking, I'm hoping that it's not going to be uh, a little bit well, difficult. And again, that's why, Steve, I don't like guys rushing. Like, get as much amateur, if you're young, you know, get as much amateur experience as possible, man. That's where you're going to you know, debug everything and get in front of a crowd and just be, be, not even like technique wise that of course you have to do that, but you know, just how to act in the dressing room. Can you deal with the nerves? Can you focus in, you know, uh, is your family going to torture you? There's a million things that could go into that. You know, some guys have supportive family, some guys, you know, that could be destructive on that end and you're going to have to filter through it. You know what I mean? So I, I like a lot of amateur fights, because I just think it gets you used to it. And if you're going to make it, you're going to be fine. Like, Is it different than the boxing model where you have some fighters who would who would have a little bit of amateur and then a lot of pro fights that were kind of like amateur fights? But you can't really do that in MMA, can you? You can't really pad your, your record in MMA no. on the pro oh, level. Is that what you were saying yeah. with the pros? Yeah, yeah. on the pro that, level. That shit ain't happening. I no. think it's hard to do in MMA. You, in yeah. boxing, no, you can get no, the 25 and 0 and can't. not you have. You can give them a couple yeah. soft touches in boxing, yeah. but in MMA, and you yeah. said it the other last week, you try to pad a guy's record in MMA, and guys call your shit out. Like Jack Swagger and that uh, the guy he fought. It's like guys call it out. They're like, oh, that guy wasn't the right caliber for you to fight. Whereas in boxing, they'll even give you a good fight, a bum, a good fight, a can. You know, no, but in normally, MMA, I think it's, it's all... like 20 cans in a row. You know, yeah. Maybe yeah. they take a little chance somewhere, but I haven't even followed boxing enough nowadays to see if that's still going on. But, you know, MMA, man, you get... Come on, how many guys their first fight in the UFC was with 
an exper- really experienced right. guy. But here's my here's my so deal hard. on that because you know even you know we're talking a lot of people were saying Kevin Lee's got to change camps and you know we're going back to that same thing with maybe it's him maybe it's not the camp because I, I I don't care. You know, what's that saying? The cream always rises to the top. I don't care what camp John Jones goes to. What was that? (laughs) Wasn't that the Macho Man Randy Savage promo? (laughs) You earned a crinkle. I couldn't hear hear what you said. But but you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care what camp John Jones goes. He's going to be fine. You know what I mean? So (laughs) you have to, you know... I don't know. I mean, with the boxing, it's the same thing. You could pad the record, but the guys that are going to... There's guys that they get their record padded for one big payday, and there's guys that they just got brought up the right way, and they're challenged incrementally because they have that ability to do it, you know? So, like a guy like Sugar Ray Leonard was tested because he was a a talent. Peter McNeely, you know... Right, he got beefed for that. You know, they were looking at Tyson, and then they build it up, and it's Irish against this guy, and it's, you know, whatever. And with MMA, I feel like, with the small gloves, it's such a small room for error that, I mean, anybody could lose any fight with one punch, you know what I mean? And a different variety of skill set. Like, you could have a guy maybe better in one aspect of MMA... And another guy who catches him in a different spot. You may have a great boxer against, let's say, a Muay Thai kickboxer, and he gets caught in the leg, catches a leg kick, or a great jujitsu guy against a good striker, and he catches you in a submission. You know, so there's a so lot many of variety. Yeah, right. There's a, that's so another so good much point. Variety. There's there's so many other ways to win in MMA that uh, yeah, it's just it's it's that pad in the record just shit ain't happening. It gets scary. Some of the guys they offer you as you're coming up and. You know, that's why I like the contender series. You know, you get other guys that never fought in the UFC, and then then it's off to the races. So my point, like even with Dylan, was with the amateur stuff, once you get to a certain level, level, there's no looking back. Right. I mean, like, you have to, like, we got to know now whether you got a shot or not because there's just no looking back, man. So I like, we got a lot of good guys like Dylan now to turn them pro, and we'll see what happens. But... They're all really good guys. They're all passionate, and, you know, they're on a roll, man. You and Charlie are undefeated, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you got yep. a great new crop of guys. Yep, yep. We were both you know. 5-0 as amateurs, and we go at it at the gym and spar, and so on Saturdays we're, we're you know, we're killing and each I'm, other. And so. I'm going to say that kid Naz is undefeated. I mean, he looks like he's got skills. Really Naz is really great, good. Really good, good skills. skills. Young enough Sambo, to make a lot of adjustments. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and he's from Brooklyn, so You know, helps. the kid is going to turn I'm pro. Partial. I think he's <laughs> yeah, always uh, – He's always a handful. For sure. Uh, yeah. Who else do we got uh, turning pro? Is that it? Uh, well, I, Pumi's I mean, he's a, yeah, Pumi's going to turn pro after this. No, we got some good. Goodness. I mean, it's it's a it's a nice crop. Um, you know, you got a great crop of, of good new kids that are you know ready to turn pro off the amateurs that have great amateur careers. It's a good time to be in you the know, gym. Right even now. Aljo's brother, if he would just train, you know, which what I mean? one, like, Troy or Kelvin? Tro- no, Troy. No, Kelvin trains. But, but those guys have the Aljo and Troy have a pedigree of wrestling. Troy's a good wrestler. You know yeah. what I mean? Troy. So, man, if because Troy's really good, he just yeah. you know he doesn't. You got to put the time in, man. That's it. He's very skillful, and that stinks. And Pompos is looking good. Oh, Pompos, look, yeah, yeah Pompos looks good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So a couple that of the guys that are just there. starting out. There's going to be about probably eight or nine or ten guys that are going to you know start out with really good records and, and as amateurs, and we'll see what happens. How you doing, Manimal? Man, I am so ready to go. Battle bars, some battle bars, some on it. I got the on it powder. You know the Manimal effect. They ran out of the Alpha Brain Instant and packets because I've been promoting it so hard. So we got a tub this time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, Manimal effect. On it. dot com slash MMA Beyond. Promo code MMA Beyond. On it is a health and wellness juggernaut. Make sure you support the so, the show and on it on it slash MMA Beyond and, and battle bars, buddy. I mean, I'm almost, you know, I'm, well, I'm calling bullshit bars. on battle bars. I think because uh, they're too good. They taste, right? too they taste good. so fucking good. The, the peanut butter one. I almost. I swear to God, I thought he took a rice krispie <laughs> bar and just spread peanut butter <laughs> on it and gave it to me. I wasn't. I'm like, this guy is. Is he fucking with it's me? It's so good. Can there be protein in this thing? It's 20, so freaking good. It really is 22 good. 22 grams of protein. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. checked. Battle bars. Shout out. Shout out to them. Check them out on Instagram. Battle bars. And they're a veteran-owned company too. Thebattlebars.com. Yeah, and they're a veteran-owned company. Also, uh, they gave us a discount and sent yeah, us some really, bars. Uh, really good uh, bars. Really I like the blueberry stuff. one. The blueberry one's really good. They have yeah. a peanut butter flavor. Really, really good. Really good stuff. If these things have the what they say they have them, it's it's good. <laughs> I and, hope they're and, not. And he looked at. He said the ingredients treats. are pretty good. I brought them so you could see them. Nice, I brought uh, yeah. the ingredient list. 
So, uh, but yeah, I'm ready to go. Training June 14th. Good. It's nice to see that, uh, you know, I let Machida and Sonnen on the same card as me. That is so really that's, kind that's, of you. Yeah, you know, damn decent of you. JLP. Uh, yeah, I figure, you know, let them on the same card. Why How not? do you see that going? Oh, you know, I love a Legends match. So, uh, Machida Sonnen, you know, I, I, I'm a big Machida fan, actually. and uh, But I like Sonnen also. I, I Sonnen could out-wrestle him in this fight. He could just out-wrestle him in that fight. You know? If you're Sonnen, won't you go for the takedown right away? Oh, yeah. I'd probably throw one or two punches and then go for the takedown right away. But uh, Machida looked good in his, in his first fight in Bellator. He had his movement back. Uh, and then two older guys fighting is like even odds. You know, I, I, I like to see legends fight each other. I'm not crazy about legends fighting like up and comers. I love legends versus legends. So I like that match. But uh, yeah, I think Sonnen could out wrestle him. Although my wife uh, wants to see Machida win. She's a huge Machida fan. My wife is like, oh, could I? She's like, ooh, could I come backstage so I can meet Machida? I was like, what the hell? Wait, now we <laughs> got one gong. good question. <laughs> what? Half empty, half full. What is it? Yo, can I get my life vest? That thing is so full. <laughs> that thing is how full. Much more, he's trying not to drown. How much more you want in that, you, in that bottle? Can you, do you have a video here I mean, so you can see how much liquid is in that bottle? He's I mean, asking me if it's half full. This is a positive individual. Why wouldn't I be positive? There's so much negativity in the world. Imagine if we go, we're in the backstage and Sonnen and Michi, they all come over. They're all bowing to you. Oh man, it's nice to be on the card with you. Thank you. I mean, how good would that be? What do you mean, yeah. imagine? He already has. In my imagination, that already happened. Why, why I mean, that, that might make a good yeah. scam. I have to tell Chael, can you just go over there and say what a big fan you are? <laughs> Thanks for letting just for me. an autograph. Yeah. Can, can I get your autograph? Yeah. Uh, my my opponent's going to ask for my autograph before the fight. But, <laughs> Madam will give him some tips. <laughs> I'm like, listen, what you got to do here is I know you have 50 fights, <laughs> but let me give you some advice. No, actually, I don't like give, to give advice. <laughs> yeah. How How is the rest of the training camps going, Ray? Everyone's on... Uh, I think everybody's on point, yeah. Everybody's you, on you've point. You've done this so much, it's a science. Uh, yeah, I think everybody, we kind of have a routine what we do. So, you know, with, especially with splitting it up at mats and stuff, everybody gets their rolling in, they get their sparring in over here. Uh, they all get their pad work. And that's, that's uh, the conditioning. Everything's good. Yeah, good everybody's, sparring on Saturday. You guys, Saturday was good. I mean, tonight was you had a good one. You had a good one. Yeah, you flew we through good. that like it's nothing. It's yeah. Aljo's Brent. looking good too. Saturday, Al- he was yeah, Aljo, I thought Aljo, yeah, you know, pushed hard. four hard rounds. Yeah. Um, yeah. He just pushed an incredible pace yeah, just so. with that grappling. It's unbelievable. Yeah, That's yeah. And I, I tried to go hard the last round with Aljo too, and I still it, it was tough, tough going there. And that was like his last round, and he still had better, uh, still had a lot more to give. So, News. well, you know what it is. It takes. Four guys to replace Marab as yeah. his foreign partner. I'll tell you what, you do realize how much you missed that guy. Yeah. Now, here's Marab, just had his ulnar nerve moved over because it was giving him trouble, and he wants to jump in there with, like, his arm being – I mean, oh, I, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Sparring. No, I had to yeah, stop. Got in there. That's the worst part. I had to really like, stop the guy. It's like yeah. – I was like, not chill. He's like, you because I tell you, he like, pushes nah. a crazy pace, so. He's the machine. With one, yeah. one arm. He still has, yeah. you know, a hundred percent more ability than most guys. So we got some UFC news. We got um, Elias Diodoro cut from the UFC. Yeah, that's uh, that's horrible. I mean, I, I like Elias a lot. He's a great dude. Uh, he understood he had a crazy style, but uh, you know, I mean, what did he do? He won uh, three. He won straight three fights straight fights and five, and five out of his past, past six, six, and he got cut. Yeah, look at that. He's eight and three. See, in that, the UFC. that sends out a, a message record. too. So you might as well go for it and put on exciting fights, yeah. and you know, because it doesn't even matter. So he's yeah. basically five and one in the last six <laughs> fights, and he got cut. They didn't like that punch he threw. They didn't yeah. like the, the the open hand smack that he went to throw. I tell you, Wilson Hayes is a veteran, so I can understand that. Eric Shelton was a really good fighter. Yeah, I'm surprised. I guess because of the 25 division too. But he was real. I, I've been in the dressing room a lot. Very technical. They had a bunch of losses, but it, that was a guy that was really good. Really, really good. But they have options now, at least, right? There are other promotions. They promotions. can try to go to Japan. You know, there's some good shows over there. They try to get picked up from Bellator. I mean, there's shows to go to, but I mean, it just sucks that if you have a, 11 fights in the UFC, yeah, you know, and you're eight and three, you have a great winning record. You would think. That the guy feels safe. 
You know, yeah, the guy probably felt like, yo, I'm eating three. I, 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 I viewed Elias as a guy that was doing this to get to something else, whether it was going to be acting or whatever he was doing. So I think I don't, he should be a Disney prince. Yeah, he, he's a great I think guy. he's got options, and I think the only bad part is the more you stay in front of people, like with the UFC and the fighting, you're, you're relevant. I think it's easier to make that transition. So I, he's not. He's going to be fine. He's going to do something, you know. Uh, yeah, I'd love to see him in like a live action Disney movie. He'd make a great like Prince Eric. Serious, he's a good looking guy. He's I got mean. The, the Ring Boy card thing. Oh, Ring Boy, too, yeah. Right? He's he's a ring boy. I mean, he's got that to fall back on. So yeah. he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but should... you, do you? What, what, how how would you rank the uh, the other promotions? Would you put Bellator as number two? Oh, you know that's a good question. Or well, would I put one as number two? Well, what I put one as number one in Asia with a market that's that's growing because they're paying really well. Are they so, paying really well? That's what I hear. I hear that the pay there is solid. Well, we're hearing a lot of, you know. I mean, what do you hear about one? That? About the pay. I mean, I heard Eddie Alvarez is killing it, but I don't know if he's tied up in the stock of the company and that could be something. Or, uh, so, the yeah, I heard definitely he got the, good, numbers, the numbers were huge. I heard so, he got yeah. huge numbers. Yeah, I heard you like know. a $10 million deal. Which well, UFC, I think yeah. you're lucky if you're the champ in UFC to make half of them. If you're lucky, you're lucky. You know, so one's paying out big money. Listen, the and problem it, with the UFC now is nobody's going to see you. That's it. Nobody's going to. They're did, doing 80,000 pay-per-view buys. Nobody, nobody is going to see. Did we get the, the, the pay-per-view numbers for the Rose for the Rose uh, what yet? What could it be? They get more views I mean, on let the regular ESPN. They used to be and Gastelum and Jock Array or whatever, that, whoever was on that card did 80. They don't have to. Well, now. they don't have to anymore, and I think they have a guarantee again. Well, I'll ESPN tell you one guarantees. thing: they're going to have to soon because I heard they're going to go public. So then you're that should be interesting. It, you know. really. it, it'll uh, be interesting I, how they how they position that how they position that as far as going public because it's it's the umbrella company that goes pu- public, right? Meaning, so they don't have to be specific about about the UFC specific numbers, right? They they just WME would go yeah. what, what is it? What's the management company that they're under? It's it's Endeavor, right? Right. Yeah, it's Endeavor. Also oh, Endeavor Endeavor right now is a privately held company. I, I think it's Endeavor who's going public and uh and the UFC is just an aspect of it. Uh, you, they still uh, there's still accounts come in there. There's got to be right. They have to look at that shit to make I, sure. I that wonder. They I wonder how qualifications it works. to go public. You know what I mean? For so, the pay per views, especially like there's got to be some a component we're not seeing as yeah. far as like the the I, I think that it's for a later deal for UFC to have all that all those shows to have that content uh, the, I'm sorry ESPN to have that content to be able to do something with it later content is yeah, king. right because look here's the deal UFC got their money so it doesn't matter what they do pay per view right that's ESPN now if ESPN is happy with the content and they don't give a shit about Big numbers, for whatever reason that would be. I mean, I would think no matter what it is, you always want to do as much as you can. But if then if they don't care, then this is what we're seeing. Right? I think ESPN's angling uh, for what seems to be the future of TV, where people are going to be just they're they're not they're going to be a la carding TV yeah. as opposed to just having a cable package. So I think ESPN is is looking to get as much. In the MMA world, which is why they're picking up PFL, they'll pick up whatever chance they get. So that's something that they can offer for the, whatever yeah. their fee will be per month, as opposed to having your regular cable. I think that's what the angle is to be bought in that way. Buddy, did you see Nikki Ryan? That kid is shout out to Nikki Ryan. The no, yeah, where does he train at? Henzo's. Oh, he's at the Henzo's. Yeah, yeah he's Henzo's. Going, that's going Gracie, NYC. In, oh, Nicky Ryan. I think Nicky Ryan, yeah. See him in the blue basement, you know, and he's always training, always drilling. I mean. Yeah, he gets he, homeschooled. So he's home, actually yeah. he's actually kid, there he's all day. Yeah. yeah, the kid's incredible. I mean, I see him training all the time. That kid is slick, you know. He, he beats and, I mean, Uriah, Uriah Faber. Faber is a good grappler, too, right? Unanimous not, decision. He was not like Faber, Faber went in with a great game plan, was super aggressive, you know, Super, super aggressive. Super aggressive. So he, tried so, to bully. he tried to bully him. He tried him, to bully him. It didn't, it didn't, he, no. he, the bullying he must get in that blue basement, you're not going to get him out of his I mindset. I mean, Gordon Ryan's 100 pounds heavier than Nicky, isn't he? So, I mean, if you're rolling with your big brother, who's not just 100 pounds heavier than you, but the best nogi grappler in the world, 
I don't think that you're right. Uriah Faber's going to bully you. Yeah. Right. It, it, it's uh, it's incredible. Gary Tonin says he, he jokes that Nick Ryan wins his first MMA match. Yeah. So, <laughs> because he was trying to roughhouse him. Yeah. He was, was like smacking him up. He was, was trying a, to smack him. It up. was a smart play. And Nicky Ryan didn't have to get do anything back that way. He was Just fine. Pure technique. If anything, Nicky Ryan said at the end, "I'm disappointed with my uh, performance, but uh, I would have liked to have finished him." You know. Well, it's that's down to her. You know, down to her loves to finish. I mean, it is submission grappling. If you don't finish. It's like, eh. We had another unanimous decision locally. Chris Wade takes yeah, the unanimous decision. Lot. PFL, one step closer to that $1 million. It, it, I was listening to um, the Luke Thomas show, and he was he was uh, interviewing uh, Ali, and Ali was saying that, that might, PFL might be the most lucrative avenue for an up-and-comer that, yeah, that coaches are confident in. Right, right. I agree with that. How what long I, is what PFL going to be What I didn't though? agree with was his explanation of why Khabib was with Kadarov. That was, a, that was a little obscene when you read that. Take a look at that. See what you make of it. But I do agree with him with the uh, – I mean, that's a big number, a million dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. For a guy that you know, either left the UFC or – For what, in a season, what was it, six or seven months yeah. that they go? Right. Possible How long million do you think dollars? PFL could sustain that, though? As long as they have investors. Uh, I mean, everyone well, I know... But the problem that... is, there's, right now, it doesn't look like they have any return on their investment. So that's no. going to be the problem. Because I think they got $10 million from ESPN, but that covers the purses. Like That's, that's not purses. even production. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know. I'm, you got to rent the venue. Uh, you gotta I, rent I, I, don't, I don't know like, that again, the I would love to look at the financials out. and just take a see what's going on, because I, I can't even... I heard they have big money investors, but still... Even the richest man will wants not to make want money. to. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. The Everybody guy thinks well, he's got the money. money. It doesn't matter. He's he got the money. He's got the money because no, he doesn't you know? make bad decisions. Exactly. Like, After you lose a couple million dollars, no one's going to want to keep doing it. The that. unique thing about their company is their financials is done a 100% in emojis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, again, last year they had to take a beating. I mean, that Coliseum is not hold sold on, out. Hold on. Can I ask you a question? Do you know anyone that's paid for a ticket? I don't. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know anyone that's actually bought a PFL ticket. I don't. I don't know. I know everyone that goes there has been getting. I guess. Tickets. I guess we just ruined our relationship <laughs> yeah. with that. With that. Sorry, PFL. No, no, but they give out a lot of free PFL. tickets. Listen, they're promoting. They want. Excuse the me, PFL. He's a Bellator fighter. <laughs> right. Taking his I'm personal. partial to Bellator. Right. Don't get me wrong. I think it's cool I, having the fights on a Thursday night, though. You know, right yeah, in the middle yeah. of the week, it breaks it up. Well, something different. Is it good having and a it Thursday compete, or right down yeah. the block from the gym? Yeah, that too, for sure. And it doesn't compete with other shows on a Thursday night. Yeah, exactly. It's like a Thursday night football kind of thing. That probably the angle that they're looking at, but I think it's cool. Got to rejuvenate you uh, to to know that you could be close to a million or that close to a million dollars. Take a Chris Wade, who was in UFC in in the most stacked division there is in the yeah. UFC, and you don't know it's 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 again a game of plinko in the UFC. You don't know what's gonna what bounce is gonna put you where, and um, but with the PFL, you say, listen, I'm. I'm literally a step closer now to a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. And, and say he'd have to fight ten times in the UFC for close to that. Oh yeah, he was a, he'd have to fight fights. ten times to get close to a title yeah. shot and win. That's the other. thing. I mean, look, you could win eight fights and get cut. Yeah. So, you know, well, so. he got he got cut off a, a win over Frankie Perez that time at the Coliseum. Yeah. Oh, is that what he yeah. got cut from? I forgot the fight he got cut. Unless after, I it's... unless I'm missing something, I hope I'm not missing. You might be right. That. You might be right. But I remember him getting cut. After a good performance. I don't remember yeah. which fight it was, but no, I remember it being fight. like a good fight. And like, how do you cut that guy? So. Feedbacks at MMAandBeyond.com. Yeah. You can uh, reach out or you can reach Ray Longo MMA. I'm Steve Maraboli. John, the Manimal Beneducci. Guys, follow me on Instagram. Uh, things are getting exciting. Getting Not that they haven't been exciting, you know, leading up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where can they find you, brother? Uh, the Quiet Man underscore MMA on Instagram. Um, yep. Dylan, I think this is the most I've heard you talk, actually. I know. This is, uh, this is out of my element here. I'm this is uncharacteristic for you. So, Not, uh, Justin writes in, subject no mercy. Did you guys watch season two of Cobra Kai? Love the nostalgia. What did you think? Ray actually put me onto that show. So yeah, I thought the first right. season was awesome. Yeah, the first season was great. I didn't get to look at the second season. Oh, yeah. uh, the second season was oh, wait, great. Wait, wait, you wait, seen wait, the second I, season? I, season? I, again, what yeah, do I do? I yeah, it's great. It's I on YouTube. It's YouTube, YouTube Red. Red. YouTube I think Red. I had that too, but. Yeah. 
pretty good. Second season was good. There's a little slow to start the season, I think, but I think it's I think it's still got it for sure. It's nostalgic, like you. Now, was that the only thing? I'm sorry, Steve. Is that the only thing? You uh, YouTube Red has at this point probably like, what the is, best thing they have. Yeah, what is yeah. what is bringing people to YouTube Red? Ralph no Macchio. Ralph no Ralph. ads also. If you pay for YouTube Red, you don't have to watch. There's no ads on yeah, no, YouTube. There's no ads on Netflix or anything. No, no, but there's no ads on your regular YouTube if you have YouTube oh. Red. So like if I go watch regular YouTube videos. But what's on regular YouTube? Like, are, are you watching no, no, shows? Not no, no, I'm just saying like yeah. if you go and Google, you know, funny cat videos on YouTube Red. On YouTube, if you have YouTube Red, there's no ads. There's no oh, ads wow. in the middle. Of, oh, there's no ads cool. on anything on YouTube if you have YouTube Red. And it, it's the same as YouTube, obviously. Yes. Right. Oh, that's pretty cool. But I, yeah, the only show I watch so on like, paying that's special sixteen dollars a month for no ads. <laughs> and Ralph Macchio. No, I'm gonna. You do know, that. Cobra Kai's worth it for me. Yeah. It, I love it, Cobra it was Kai. A good it was season. So good. It was a good season, man. I like the show. Definitely like the nostalgia of it. Um, they did a good job. They good with the, with weaving that. it in and yeah. out. I mean, those these are these are movies that that impacted a whole generation. Well, so I love perspective. You, so well, the showing... Karate Kid that impacted like Rocky movies made people want to go box. Karate Kid made people like me. I went and joined Toki Hill Center of Champions, nice. and and uh, it, it makes you want to do karate. Are there movies like that now? Well, I mean, Creed was pretty good, but I guess that's a Rocky franchise. Yeah, does it? But did did Creed make people want to go out and join a boxing gym? Mm. Is are there movies that have that kind of impact? Good question. Like it used like the superhero movies are out, but I don't see extra people well, exercising I, or doing good. Well, deeds. I think that makes them want to dress up for Halloween. <laughs> right. Yeah. It. it definitely sells a lot of merchandise. I mean, yeah. I see superheroes all around me in the gym. With uh, superhero merchandise. Rash guards. Super, With the rash, superhero yeah. rash guards. Superhero are rash guards are very popular. Right, Krista Producer? They got White oh, Panther over yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> He's Superman the other day. He was White Panther. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> the whitest panther. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a White Panther until the other day. Hey, but. Cody on Twitter wants to know, what is your go-to summer barbecue plate? What does it look like? Oh man, don't get me hungry. I'm well, fucking starving. Don't describe using a pie graph. So no, I, you know no, you I'm a little too that. hungry to talk about food. Oh come on, you can do it. Oh yeah. Do it. Well, okay. I like ribs. I want a plate of ribs. What percentage of the pie graph is that? <laughs> so let's get twenty percent ribs. Okay, twenty percent. anybody have a pen? Yeah, I want to do is I want to do is barbecue plate so pie graph. percent ribs. I don't like. I don't even when I'm not in camp. I really don't eat much bread. So I would do like. 20% burger. We'll do ribs, burger. Can I get a little piece of steak in there? Um, well, but how, what percent? Can, can we stick with 20s? Sure. 20s? So you're at 60%. Yeah. 60%. So how many 20s make up the pie grip? <laughs> a hot, a hot, dog, hot dogs. And then the last 20%. <laughs> is a hot dog a sandwich? Is a, Well, that's a good question because it's a piece Earl of meat. The Earl, the Earl of, of sandwich. Yeah. You know? See, I think, you know what I figured out, too, when he came up with that fucking bullshit, the Earl of Sandwiches? Did you look it up? He knew he knew that question was out there, because that uh, question was put out. Of course he did. He, he went and he looked that he up. looked it up. Because if you have that type of info stored in that noggin. I have so much useless information <laughs> in my brain, though. You don't understand. There's a lot of useless info in there. Holy crap. You know, that was uh, so that I don't think you cuff. would do on, like, Trivia Pursuit. You're I good? do great on that oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty good on that. Especially if it's a history question, I'm I'm pretty solid in there. Yeah, oh. So, Ray, you got any history questions? I'm gonna think of. You one. wanted one on the Roman Empire, and you never asked it. No, I wanted to talk about the Roman. Oh, Empire. you didn't want to do. No, I, was, I, I didn't want to give question. you a quiz. No. Oh, you, you didn't want to give me a pop quiz on the. This is my specialty period. Dylan, you have any history questions you may want to know? History <laughs> questions? No. <laughs> yeah, he's like that's definitely oh, well, what I can't. Definitely for. not. Okay, and then uh, the rest of the plate. Oh, okay, I get some mac and wow. cheese in there. Oh, wow. Still on the oh, last twenty no, percent. I get a mac and cheese. No, he's still wow. going. Last twenty percent. Were you mac able to converse and hold that? He yet? was. Yeah. You can compartmentalize. You were interrupting yeah, his so barbecue. Shadow. You just put the plate, the barbecue question then, over, and we had that whole. Are you going to give me a neurological exam too again? No, I think you just passed it. Passed. I'm good to go. You, I think you're good to go. You know, now you know what to ask me after the fight. What, what was on your plate, madam? Holy shit, that was impressive. In the dressing room, that's what you're going to be like, madam. What was on the plate? Break down the percentages. I think Steve's going into a state of shock. Even in all his years, he's never <laughs> witnessed anything like this in his life. 
This is what's going through his head right now. And he's now. a PhD in uh, <laughs> behavioral sciences. Uh, I, I oh, was, thank you for uh, letting our fans know his uh, educational background. I appreciate no, it, brother. <laughs> I appreciate it. Steve, he's not just another pretty face. <laughs> Steve Lee wants to know, what advice would you give any aspiring young fighters? Also, celebrity man crush. Oh. <laughs> Well, I think we already know it's Elias Theodoro. Or I think Chael he already made that. Such a good looking guy. Yeah. Oh boy. Wow. Hey, do you guys see that face he just made? <laughs> I, uh, Holy shit. Who else is a good looking guy? That was celebrity honest. man crush. Uh, who else? I mean, I like Chris Hemsworth. Thor. Chris Evans. Thor. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. How about yeah, you? Take it wrong with Thor. What do you think? Know. Celebrity man crush. Uh, Over you, I celebrity know. man crushes. I, gotta think. I, I think like if if I was to How fan out on somebody who I'd meet, he's dead. But had had I met him, like Christopher Hitchens, none, nothing, nobody. Which guy? No, who's help that? Me out here. Christopher Hitchens was just a um, he was a writer for uh, Vanity Fair, no. and he was he was uh, he was dissecting at the time what was the Persian Gulf War. Later on, really got into the uh, uh, theology. And its impact on society. I, mean, I know I've, bo- I've bored everybody. How's he look? Was he a hot dude? Uh, no, Why he is was. Celebrity you're... man crush, all men here. I, I don't think yeah. I heard like celebrity man be... crush. Oh man, oh, really? man crush. Man? No, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be. Uh, in. No, in that in so that sense, I would have found it. Brain. Yeah, I would have found him okay. attractive for his brain. Right. Gotcha. Weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I would have liked him for his brain. You're going to lick his head? <laughs> Sir? Oh, advice. Oh, yeah. Wait, I got a big one. I mean, Chris Pratt, that guy's, that guy's hilarious. Right. He's cool. I always confuse Chris Pratt with Matt Mitrione sometimes. Matt Mitrione? And Chris Pratt? Really? I'm telling you, put him together sometimes. And they, they look Can we alike. pull up a picture of those two? Yeah, they do look. Like, sometimes look the right picture. Absolutely you know, nothing like Absolutely him. not. But. But you know what? You gotta see them together. I'm telling you. Uh, Take your word for it. Wait, Have oh, you seen them together? Yeah. Where'd you side see that? Side. Oh, see, so you're gonna make me plug Bellator. Yeah, oh, Bella, wow. yeah. Oh, Chris Pat oh, yeah, was that Bellator? Pratt. Yeah. Sure. And, uh, the and night I was Matt, there with you. And then Matt Matrione uh, was fighting. They had a picture together. Oh, and I was wow. like, man, these guys look like they could be brothers. They look pretty close. Very interesting. I saw Matt Matrione at Henzo's once. I guess maybe he was training for a, for a Bellator or something. He's a big dude. Yeah, he's big. He's, big. he's dude, that's a big. He's dude. a real heavyweight. Oh, something you know, like that, like, punching you in the face. The dude's Just, massive. Yeah, tremendous. You know, he's a pretty pretty good skills too. Pretty yeah, good nice skills, guy. Yeah. Pretty good skills. Oh, what about advice to young fighters? Was that the other part of? Uh, are question? we done with man crushes? Yeah, that was yeah. I think that's enough for me. <laughs> if we do any more, I mean, I'm gonna get in trouble over here. My wife's gonna start. All right, so advice to young fighters. Stay I, out of this gym. That's my first I, I would be, I would give the opposite advice. I, I would say if, uh, find find a gym that have fighters that resonate with you, uh, and and stick to it, and be as coachable as possible. Be open to the idea that you got to where you are because you do have a certain level of skills. But when you do put your hands into uh, your career, into the coaches and stuff, just listen to them. They they see more than sometimes you don't know what what you don't know and you have to trust I, mean, I think the question's too vague the, to there's a young fighter with a good record or a young fighter with a <laughs> shitty record be different advice yeah it would be different advice <laughs> oh, really? yeah take up take up uh take a guy online, shitty record, online I actually college make like i don't even speak english <laughs> i just look at him and go not nah, hearing you not what if the guy has a shitty record because he's only fought like really deep competition well, he's a fucking idiot to begin with. So, no, <laughs> he's, he's out too. He's out too. Like, give me an example of something like oh, that. I don't know. I was just throwing it out there. Yeah. Nah, I don't know. What advice? I'm just do you goofing give around. Now? But oh no, I wanted to hear Reese's advice. But oh, what advice would I give? Yeah, my advice would be get eight hours sleep and drink a gallon of water a day. How's that? It's good nice. advice. Actually. And, that's and, like and floss in between after you eat. <laughs> that's huge. Huge. Hey, because if you spend a lot of time huge. with the dentist, huge. it's going to take away from your training. Oh, uh, what um, advice would I give? Yes, I mean, I, I think it is important to find the right gym. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's listening to your coaches, you know. And uh, I think it's important just to put the work in. You know, try to get on a schedule where you actually put some work in. Look at what the – I mean, it's important to look at what the other fighters at a level that you want to be at are doing. And now you can't emulate another guy because you're not that guy. But 
listen, if you see, you know, a, a fighter in the UFC that you want to be like is training 25, 30 hours a week, guess what? You're probably going to have to train about that much. You know, you're not going to get away with it on talent doing 10 hours a week, right? Or, or if you're a great striker, just doing your striking. So I say, you know, even the best striking guy is doing grappling, right? Or condition, like, you know, look to the guy a little ahead of you. And then I wouldn't emulate anyone, but take a guide there and, and see, you know, is that guy doing, what kind of work are they putting out there? What? I mean, <laughs> I'm a young fighter, but I mean, just from my perspective, I think discipline is a big part of it. That's when I feel like my game really steps up, like just building the good disciplines, you know, having, you know, spinach and kale shakes and eating an apple a day and just the diet, I think is the most important thing, to be honest. And good that, habits. Yeah. Habits. It helps building, you feel better. Building the yeah. habits for sure. But and then you just build on that. And I feel like that's where you get your best production, best performances. Have you had a bunch of fighters, Ray, that, that have what? which seems to be really good potential, but they just, their behavior doesn't, they kind of get in their own way. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would just say, yeah, you know, and sometimes, you know, you could start out good and then you go South for whatever reason, you know? So yeah, you got to be really careful with that. But I think what Dylan says too, you, you really have to have a solid bunch of great habits, you know what I mean? And, and those habits will lead to good things if they're right, you know? You're right, buddy. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling back, it. Buddy. I'm Welcome feeling, feeling you right now. You but I think this. though, what Dylan says that's a that's a great start. You know, because some guys just can't get out of their own way. It's it's hard to watch, man. You know. Well, cause, and that's what I meant about about being open to the idea that you got to a certain place, but when you go and and you work with a team and you work with a coach, trust them, trust them. Sometimes it's it's not ignorance, right? But it's the illusion of knowledge that gets in your way and and. To, to get to that next level, you really have to, as Bruce Lee would say, empty your cup. Yeah. Got to empty your cup, buddy. And uh, how you feeling, man? Are you doing all right, buddy? He might like just, zoned, I think he's zoned out on this. I think he started looking. You know, if he's he not, I might, you know, I'm in zone out. I'm in the zone. I saw it because I'm so started, fucking vascular. I saw it looking at my veins. I'm like, You were talking. Shit. He's looking at his muscles. Because I'm, so, I'm looking so vascular. I'm not used to seeing this, you know? Talk about diet being good. Now you got me thinking about freaking barbecue. I'm on a whole other way. You know, I'm a fat kid inside. Well, that goes with uh, uh, Nick V's question. It says, happy Memorial Day, guys. Steve, thank you for your service and sacrifice. You're welcome, my brother. As a fat guy working through recovery, thanks to Ray and Tony, my question is to my fellow Brooklyn boy, Manimal. Yeah, wow. Is this question directed at Direct the Manimal? Directly from Manimal. me. Oh, shit. Rank in your order, LNB. Oh, oh shit. LNB's good. Yeah. Gargiulo's. Mm. Rollin' wow. Roaster. Okay, listen, roll and roast, take that out of the list. If you want to talk about roast beef with cheese, you can only talk about Brendan and Carr if you're from Brooklyn, all right? If you haven't gone to Brendan and Carr, you go to Brendan and Carr on Nostrand Avenue. They make the best roast beef and cheese, plus they're fast, cheese fries, roast beef and cheese, or you get a Gargiulo burger from Brendan and Carr's. So that got to be close to the top of the list. Okay. Gargiulo's is great for a sit-down restaurant. L&B's for their upside-down slice is really good. So, I mean, it's hard to beat that, although... Uh, Romano's in Cross Bay makes it an upside down slice that is competitive with LB. But LB in the summer is the best because that's Spumoni Gardens. So you go there and you get Spumoni. You know, I told you I used Breaking to be 265 down. pounds, right? This is great. And Dylan, I used that. to be 265 pounds. Know, I'm four feet tall. I know. You know, that's fat. So I've been to he's every place. It right with the uh, restaurants for sure. Yeah, right? yeah. When it comes to restaurants, I mean, I could go. Yo, I'm thinking about maybe going up to heavyweight. After this, no, I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. For that. <laughs> just for the eating tour, I bet I'd be more popular if I did like YouTube videos on eating everywhere than I am on fighting. Uh, so, yeah, those are all good choices. But I'll tell you, take out Roland Roaster, put in Brendan and Cars. If you, the only reason he might like Roland Roaster is because he hasn't gone to Brendan and Cars. Roland Roaster is good until you've had Brendan and Cars, and Brendan and Cars is way faster because Roland Roaster even tells you they're the not so fast fast food restaurant. They take freaking forever. I go there, I die. I, I, I die inside of Roland Roaster. You die inside? He died there? inside. Yeah. Can you go Take tomorrow? <laughs> Seriously. Ray, and, don't and you Nick, want... Can I go after my fight so I can you, die well, there? Don't you want to see you. me make it to the... Nick V asks because no, well, he continues, I'm just trying to figure out where the victory party will be in a few weeks, my man. Wow. Nick, I'm a very po you see someone as positive as me. Someone as positive as me. What did you do to Nicky V when he was here? Thank you, Nick V. You know, Nick V is a animal fan. He is a animal fan. He is a animal fan. Yeah, it's just surprising. He's just a nice guy. He is a nice guy. Really Nick, thank you. Uh, 
Victory party. Uh, let me not get ahead of myself. Everything right at the garden. Like after that, I'll figure it out. Well, a celebration yeah. that you made it to the fight. How's that? Oh, okay. Yeah. Where I mean, would I like go. to go? Um, it's a good question. My sponsor, Jay's on the Bay. He's pretty good. He's in Staten Island, though. If I want to go to a place in Brooklyn. Oh, you know where I want to go? I know where I want to go. Platiformer in the city. Or you could eat Brazilian barbecue. Nice. That place is great. I go there till I throw up, and then I go back. <laughs> you know? That place is off the hook. Platiform, you know? It's, 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 it's the best, that's the best Brazilian barbecue. Platiformer on 47th. Come on. It's good, Platiformer. They used, to have, they used to have one similar to that out on 110 called, what the hell was the name of that, Green something? Greenfields. Greenfields, Greenfields. is all right. I mean, it's no platform. It was no platform. There's no platform. Rodizio's ain't bad in uh, Mineola, but... Rodizio's uh, really good. They're really good. They're really, really good. good. But if I'm going to go to the best, I'll spend my 150 bucks a plate, go to Platforma, or you could eat meat. I'll get 12 desserts over there. I'll be straight. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so that's it. You stay focused, and afterwards, okay. you have so all platiforma. that. Platiforma. That's where we're going, guys. Right. Time you hear that, we'll go to Platiforma after. My wife's been wanting Brazilian barbecue, too. So. No, you're on something. Come on, man. I'm not on shit. Nothing. I am so clean. I'm so sober. It's driving me fucking crazy. <laughs> it might be driving us crazy. Thank <laughs> you. Yo, what do I want? I want to smoke a blunt. So bad. I'm ready to pull one out in the garden right after the fight. Where's that place you want to go to that you're going to die in again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Roller get you a gift Rosa? certificate there. Been to I want to be a nice guy. I want to get you a gift uh, certificate there. Have you ever been to Roller Rosa? <laughs> no. Really? Uh, well, I'll take you to Brennan and Cars. There you yeah, go. That's, really that's good. Have you ever great. been to Brennan no. and Cars? Spamoni Gardens and Spamoni Gardens yes. is good, yeah. This is Manimal yes. not on anything. Oh, God, I'm hungry. Speaking of being on Manimal things. Manimal Unleashed. Recently on MMA Tonight, Uriah Faber blasts TJ Dillashaw over USADA's suspension and apology. He says, TJ is a master of turning himself into the victim. And uh, he has no doubt, Faber has no doubt, Dillashaw, um, that, he, that uh, he'll come back better than ever because uh, Dillashaw is a cheater. And two years is a long time to figure out how to circumvent the rules. <laughs> he could cheat the whole two years. <laughs> two years on the shelf, he could just cheat that whole time. He could juice up whatever he wants. So he's not going to get tested. He's out of the Osada pool, right? I don't know how that works. I don't know, Ray. That'd do you know how crazy. that works? If you're suspended, do you get tested by Osada? He might be if he's not fighting, he's probably out of the pool. But I don't know. That's they should crazy. be testing him even more. Yeah, so think about that. That's two years with no testing. Yeah. So it's it's as though you retired for two years, but out of the, out of the pool. Hmm. I think he's Is gonna it? have a real. I think he this he took this hard. He's gonna have a rough time coming back, and the drug thing is gonna be pretty bad. Yeah. Well, and does then he, if he ever popped again? But wait, the end of his but career, that's is it because now if he pops when he comes back, is it picograms? No, not EPO. All right. EPO don't picogram. It's not like, although who the hell knows what Usada will say? I don't trust Usada either. You know, I remember Usada didn't catch him. New York State Athletic Commission caught him. It wasn't Usada that caught him, right? right? So wow. Usada could tell you whatever shit, but New York State Athletic Commission caught the EPO. So do we have any? Oh, forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> Why, why even do this? Why bring anybody else into this? <laughs> Ray, what do you think of the bare knuckle fighting? Man, I tell you, I'm not a not a big fan. But uh, you know, uh, Paulie's been coming down here a little bit. A big fan of his, man. I think he's a great dude. Uh, I, I'm saying, really, just a great guy, and I really wish him the best. I hope he does good. But I'm not a huge fan of it. But uh, not for the reasons anybody's saying because i think the ufc is way more dangerous i don't give crap what pictures you take it even Loboff and the other guy give you two pictures of a couple of ufc guys after the fights it's worse than that so yeah. i don't know hey, that gets you that just gets so weird to me how you could take your shin and just smash it across a guy's he head but if you have no glove on your hand with like way smaller bones that you're probably going to break that seems to be crazy to somebody. You could take your knee and fly mm. it into the guy's face. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, like people just, it's like everything else. They just want to see what they want to see, and that, that's it. But I, I just don't like it because I'd rather watch, you know, more functional boxing. You know, it's more pretty. This is like, uh, this is like watching a tough man contest with no gloves to me. Mm. So uh, two minutes gives you a little more time to slow down the rhythm, but... Uh, you know, it's like the tough man. They were fun, but that's not what I preferred to watch. But you know, they they had their run. So this this will is there money steam. in this league? And I this? think the only thing making this uh, sorry, Steve. I think the only thing making this 
fun to watch is they're grabbing big names to get them in there, and everybody's yeah. curious about that. I think if you had a, a bare-knuckle boxing card and you didn't know anybody on it, I don't even think you're watching it. Yeah. It would probably be awful, too. So. Yeah. I think Paulie and Artem are selling the shit yeah, out of that. Doubt. I think they're selling the shit out of that. I'm going to watch that for yeah, sure. So. I, I mean, think that, that'll be a good thing, payday you know, for so, those guys. That's uh, going to be wild. But, you know, that guy almost shot himself in the foot when he refused, wanted to hold back the guy's pay. And, you know, these, I don't know. It just seems like it's a little Bush League. And that guy subsequently apologized. And probably because he was forced to, not because sure. he felt. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, it's a little weird to me. But we'll see. I don't think it'll ever pick up traction, but... I'm just, it's not for the reasons why people are thinking, you know. Manimal, would you do it? Bare knuckle boxing? I'm not really a boxer, but I would do bare knuckle MMA. If anyone wanted to do bare knuckle MMA fight, I would do it in a second. I prefer to fight bare knuckle, tell you the truth. Easier to grapple. Yeah, grappling, What about the like, combat jujitsu? Combat smacking? I mean, I'll smack someone, but I mean, for that, there's no strikes on the feet. I don't know. I'd rather do, if, if I was going to do something other, I, I'd say bare knuckle MMA, like the original UFC style. I prefer that because then it's easier to sink in submissions without the gloves. So for me being more of a jujitsu guy, I would love to strike, uh, to do it bare, bare knuckle. Plus, you know, guy's not going to throw punches as hard, right? Or else you're going to break your hands if you're throwing, you know, hard punches. And then for me as a grappler, yeah, I prefer to, to do it with no, with no gloves personally. Like I grapple with the gloves all the time and don't get me wrong. I catch submissions, but far easier without the gloves. Uriah Faber says stage North cuts fractures were so bad in his cheek. It splintered oh. into 30 pieces of bone fragment that had to be removed following his unsuccessful one championship debut. You're bringing that up right at the perfect time. That's with a glove. Yeah. You know? I mean, Autumn Louisville looked like his head got ripped apart. He's fighting two months later. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is a guy that's got his face splinted with a glove on. So, I don't know. Because you could throw so hard with the glove. It is a good point. You know what's another good point? Not not about this specifically. I was listening to Chael Sonnen's um, podcast. Shout out to Chael Sonnen's podcast. Um, and this isn't the first time he brought it up, but he made this point again of why it is that championship fights are five rounds versus three rounds, where he said in no other sport, you know, the Super Bowl isn't a longer game than... Well, boxing that, definitely has longer fights. And he, and he brought yeah, up yeah. the fact the that the boxing know. having the longer fights, the, the, the ones that are going those later rounds, seem to... To not do as well, the the fighters seem to not do as well to be able to hold that. That that fighters who go five five uh, five five minute rounds in UFC, he says that those fighters take longer to come back. Some of them don't even come back after grueling fights like that. He was just bring, bringing the point of why is the championship longer than the regular game? If not in hockey, not in basketball, not in soccer, and and any other sport is is the championship game longer yeah, those, than those than the regular team sports too. You know, this is, I think it's totally different, but now his, I like jail, but his, some, his view on the, uh, who's the guy that just Kevin Lee fight losing is, it's actually on the verge of insane. You got, everybody should listen to it it and come back and talk about it next week. Like insane. I mean, he says, he starts it off saying, listen, I'm a fan of, uh, Kevin Lee. So, but he just, he's, he thinks in a three round fight, Kevin Lee won that fight. And I, I had him down three Oh. You know, like it's, I had him winning the first. Yeah, also, but it. he definitely didn't win th- a three-round fight. No. You know, and it, you know what you're getting into. It's you know whatever. He supposedly solved the cardio problem by moving up in weight. So I guess that's not the problem. And you know, I don't know. I think you have to you have to set a different barometer. And then when you're a champion, you're a freaking champion. You know, he did the five rounds, and it's something different than the ordinary guy doing that. And I think because it's. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to think about tennis is always the same way, Doc. Even the qualifiers, it's always uh, five sets or whatever the hell they do. No matter what they're doing. Yeah, I'd have to look at it. But You know what I would like? A longer round, like a seven-minute round. Yeah, and, and, and to that point, Steve, too, hmm. then make every fight five rounds. And then what's his point? You heard it here, Chell P. <laughs> no, I don't know. Ray Longo wants I would just say make every, every fight day. five rounds, and then what do you oh, do? Anyway? Yeah. 
Even the main well, events now. If, even a- if after my fight, or... after my fight, we can make every fight five rounds. Because I gotta tell you, man, I, you know, I, <laughs> I like the five rounders for some. You guys. like fives, yeah? Well, you could. Do you feel like you could take your time actually more in a five it's round fight? Like feel guys, the guy out the first round. Some guys, yeah. Those those rounds, you know, you get taken down the first round. You that round's gone. Like you know what I mean? So that's it, right? Yeah, like it you get changes one the whole, the the... you know, uh, like game planning and. You know, with a five round, you could give up a round, and at least you got more rounds to come back. Then it's, uh, you know, it's a... interesting. interesting. I think especially with the guys who would want to take you down and hold you down. Yeah, right. That maybe you can do that for three rounds, but yeah. five rounds, like that's the most exhausting yeah, exactly, part. Exactly. Right. Battling for those takedowns. Yeah, Try to do that for five rounds. That's, that's it, way that's different than three make rounds. It interesting. It's, it's yeah. 100 percent of my losses in any IBJJF tournament. <laughs> Someone takes what? you down Someone and just holds, down, me. You. holds me for the yeah. remaining three plus minutes. Yeah, I think almost every jujitsu match I've lost has That's been a 100% guy of mine. get two points on a takedown and stole and the shit out of me. And just hang on yeah. for dear life while while Brazilians yell things in Portuguese at each other. But yeah, it's a, it's and it's an interesting it's an interesting take. How does the training vary for a three to a five? It just it's extra time. It varies. You know, I'm going to say a lot. You know, because you got to do extra work and you need more sparring partners because a lot of guys aren't going to go five rounds in a row. So you got to bring in new people every couple of rounds. So it changes it. Yeah, definitely. But I do think it like when you win, it's more rewarding knowing that you separate yourself from the rest of the pack that's doing three rounds. So that's what I like about it. I mean, we call them the championship rounds, right? So it almost makes it like a champion fights. Well, in boxing, they went from 15 to 12. Without a doubt. Right, it was yep. fifteen until in the eighties. Maybe they moved it to twelve. I think it was after uh, Mancini killed Duku Kim, man. Ray boom, that because boom. you know, just I think they lessened it. To, they made it down to twelve just to take less brain trauma. You know what I mean? So, and a lot of fights wind up being ten rounds too. Yeah, and right? again, you know, when you got even in, like again with boxing too, it is you start off. With you a four-round fight. Few, yeah. Then you go up to six rounds. Then you go to eight. So, yeah, in, in single sport like that, I think it's a little different. But um, what? Yeah, right. You know. Yeah. I think building experience, too. Like, once once you have that, that those rounds in your belt, like, if you're not if you're not conditioned for that many rounds, then that's when the real damage happens because you're too, so tired you can't even defend yourself. And even and, and in, in baseball, if it's, if it's tied at nine, nine innings – you can go to 20 innings. Yeah. So it true. doesn't hold water that's for that point. either. It's not yeah. over until somebody wins. So then what do you do? If every game ends up like that, how you recover? Unlimited rounds. Greenies. Unlimited uppers. Downers. I don't mushrooms. think I need any uppers. No, you? I don't think I need any fucking no. uppers. Yeah, right. Doc, can I you take a blood test on him tonight? I'll take a blood test right now. I think I would, I think I would still pass for no weed, too. Right? Yeah. Four weeks, I think I'd be good. Speaking of, didn't the UFC endorse uh, cannabinoids, oh, cannabis sponsor? Yeah, what Easy. About? I had to do that once. I worked That's as a forensic psychologist. Too. They did a hair sample, and I didn't smoke for a year and shaved everything. So, no. No hair samples. <laughs> Wait, what? I used to work as a forensic psychologist at the G building. Uh-huh. To work at the G building, they did a drug test, but it was a hair sample. So, drugs stay in your hair forever. It's like a year. So a year I didn't do anything when I knew I was going to get that That's position. why you're bald now? You just shave your head That's off, I shaved like, everything. Eyebrows, everything. Uh, I look like a freaky hairless cat. So, um, yeah, in your hair, it stays a long time. You know, that's how they know Napoleon took poison. They found it in his hair. If you don't take that, that old hair out, it's all in there. So your hair holds on to your drug record a long time. Steve, if you don't jump on that yeah, mic right I'm away, just, so just go, come on now. <laughs> you, Come on now, manimal. <laughs> UFC Inc.'s multi-year, dear, multi-million dollar partnership with Aurora Cannabis to help lead research into cannabinol CBD benefits for its athletes. What do you think about that, manimal? I love it. I think they really should make uh, make it legal to have not just CBD, but all types of marijuana. I personally believe it's not a performance enhancer, you know? Uh, and it definitely helps her recovery. I think the CBD definitely helps her recovery. Like, I haven't been smoking weed, but I take a CBD supplement. Um, and it definitely, I noticed a difference. You know, I used a whoop tracker. And when I was out of it, I had more disturbances in my sleep than when I do have it. So I, I, I doubled the disturbances in my sleep. I love it. 
That's legit, though. I use the CBD, too, from uh, Healthy Hemp. I don't know if you guys give a shout-out to them, get a new sure. sponsor on the show here. But oh, Healthy, Healthy, Healthy Hemp. Hemp. I was going to say, shout-out my sponsor, shout CMG shout CBD. Shout-out to Healthy Hemp. I, I take those He's as well. I mean, it's, I he's actually talking over you for his own CBD sponsor. How dare you? But, yeah, no, I take CBD as well. No, I don't have a sponsor. They're not my sponsor, but they Well, guys, you better freaking get on it. Dylan just shouted you out. They should be. My sponsor is CMG CBD. Uh, give you a shout out thank you been helping me throughout this camp he'll be on the banner he met all the requirements for Bellator's CBD sponsorship which was actually tough you know for the CBD sponsorship in Bellator you can't have well we um, don't know but tell no, we us don't about know. it we of are curious so about it. Yeah. you can't if have Steve Lee didn't ask it so anything, we were thinking to ask you can't have anything weed related on your CBD sponsorship so like let's say you have a CBD sponsor that has a weed leaf in their logo you can't use that and if it's a company that does CBD and marijuana, you can't use that sponsor either. So they're very strict about it. It's got to be just CBD. Pure CBD. It can't wow. be a company. Like, let's say you get a Canadian company that does both. Because right. weed's legal in Canada. They won't allow it. No, I yeah. understand. I'm not a you complete fucking idiot. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, we got But thanks for uh, reiterating it. All right, we got fights. We're going to get to fights. Upcoming. <laughs> Upcoming UFC main events, we have Gustafson versus Smith on June 1st. What are you thinking, Manimo? I like Gustafson in that fight. You know, I haven't seen enough. I mean, Anthony Smith looked tough in the sure did. in the Jones fight, but yeah. I mean, Gustafson has great range. Yeah, I think, I think and, he proved that the range in the Jones fight gave him a lot of trouble, and I'm sure Gustafson's looking at that, and that's going to be his, that's going to be his problem, getting inside. Dylan. I like Anthony John. I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, Smith. Gustafson. Yeah, Anthony Smith. I mean, I think he's underrated. He's got a ton of fights. I think he's a he's a really tough dude. He's a gamer. I feel like, and all the uh, all like the embedded stuff leading up to the Jones fight. I mean, he was there to win. That guy yeah. was that guy's a tough dude. No, no he's a tough so, dude. I, I, and, he, and he might come out guns blazing because he wants to make up for whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Residual bullshit from the last fight. Yeah, he's a tough guy. So I I'm I'm picking him as a sleeper. He's probably the underdog. I would I would take him as a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Cejudo versus Marais. Marais is first of all, I like Marlon. I like Henry too, but right. I mean, Marais is just going to be super huge. He's ready to that guy, yeah, and he's been wrecking people, you know. He's re- he's absolutely ready. What do you think, man? If Cejudo gets that done, man, I'd be. I never bet really against great. an Olympic gold medalist. Yeah, I go with Cejudo. There's something that a gold medalist is made of that's different. Yeah, I got. My I own. wouldn't be surprised if Marais. I guess it's could gold. I, I wouldn't be surprised either way, but I, I got Marais, and now I think he's going to be bigger. Yeah, I know, I think his stand-up's going to be yeah. too uh, too fast for him. He's going to he's going to maybe freeze him a little bit, but that's a, that's a good fight. I think that's like one of the most exciting fights coming up. To be honest, that one's going to be. Tough. Wow, you like that one? Yeah, that it's one's a great fun. card too. Yeah. It's a great card. Got Aljo on that card. Aljo's on that card. That's <laughs> Like you're telling Ray Longo. Can you tell me that again, please? <laughs> Thank you. You know what? I, you know what? I, I would like to see. I would like to see one of those guys fall out. Now to get the title shot. That'd be amazing. Wow. That's what I. That's what I want to say. Hello, fun seekers. <laughs> you know I'm an optimistic guy. I, 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 I do you know, know that, that right? Yeah. So, so I would love to see like one of those guys get like you know drop out for whatever reason, and then Aljo just get the title shot yeah. and win it, and just be like, bam. I mean, that, that that would be like... Some gold. people, it's optimism. Other people, it's just out-and-out out madness, right. Steve. I think, I'll take uh, madness. Right, there's I like a fine line between Al that Joe, and Aljo, get delusion. ready, buddy. Somebody gets hurt. As per the manimal, you'll be in the main event. I already told him that. Yeah. Oh, wow, you did tell yeah, him that. Yeah, I was like, yeah, be ready. You know, you never know. Hey, it's never Let happened me tell before. You something, Come on, right. you've been on the other side of that Let before? me tell you, something like that happens, Manimal, he'll put this show together on a Wednesday yeah. just Wednesday? to remind everybody. <laughs> I'm like, guys, do you remember what I said? <laughs> Remember I think I, Aljo would be the first guy in, in line, too. I know him and Marias. He wants that rematch. He gave the Marias fight sure, on short notice. Sure, things like so. that weird. That's how yeah. Ally Quinta ended up in the cage with Khabib. Yeah, and Cejudo. I mean, they were going back and forth on Twitter. I saw some beef there between those two. So I think either one, that would be a fun fight for either one of them. But That I, could happen. Yeah. Well, are there other gold medalists in the UFC? What did you remember when? Silver? I don't know. Thank you. Oh, was was Ronda Rousey a gold medalist? No, she bronze. Was bronze, yeah. Bronze in judo. I'm going to say Romero, back in the day, uh, Mark Schultz, he was a gold medalist. Mark Schultz right? is a gold medalist. That's right. I'm trying to think no, current DC UFC was, I roster. think, silver. DC, yeah. I don't think um, DC placed. I think I he, he was, was on the Olympian. Olympic trials. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he placed. Uh, he wow. was on the team. He was but, on the team. Uh, yeah, I think Romero was a silver medalist. 
And then I know Kayla Harrison, but that's in PFL, is a gold medalist in in judo. Was I, f- I feel like there was a girl fighter in there. boxing. That was a big thing, right? You win the Olympics, right? Gold that's medalist. a golden Back boy. The day that was huge. Yeah, but they, they ruined boxing in the Olympics at this point. I feel like Lomachenko is probably the last guy to really kill it in the Olympics and then come over later on. Because in the eighties, used he to had be like you won the gold medal and it fights was like, too. Yeah. So I don't know if the eighties, but I know I remember De La Hoya won the gold and he 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 yeah, had a great boxing career. Career. Yeah, yeah, he was he, more all like those guys, Leonard, Howard Davis, uh, the Sphinx brothers. Even they, go back to Muhammad Ali, won 1960 yeah, Olympics in it. Oh, HBO know. has a new Ali that, series. Awesome. I think it's really good. Oh, the first part. So the first part. Yeah, is really good. Is that it? It's just Ali? Just Ali? No, no, I mean, is that, no, no, just Ali. Like, what's the name of it? <laughs> no, it's not Ali Abadiz. It's not Muhammad Ali. Just so we know. Oh, Cassius Clay. Yeah, he might, he might get confused. No, what's the name of the, is it just, Oh, it's just a documentary yeah. on HBO. It's not like it's a pretty show. cool to get some insight that you really wouldn't good. normally get. Really oh, good. Yeah. There's a lot of Ali documentaries, but they, they got some new stuff, so I thought it was really oh, cool. It was well done. I'll tell you, yeah, the I mean, one thing, if you, when you watch it, I don't know if you got up to it yet, when they're sparring, they're fucking, like, you could, they're fighting. It's a yeah. fight. I mean, you could see that back then. That's that's the way it was, man. But that didn't look, I mean, those were two guys fighting, man, so. Yeah. I know that they had a segment on the. Uh, Ali versus Frazier, and they're going back and forth on the talk shows and all kinds of stuff. I mean, they those guys really were going at it. You know, those yeah, guys was, did not like was, each other. That was really that was funny. That was wild. Those I remember guys, all those guys sold that fight. Yeah, it, oh, I gotta watch that. It gets it, it gets personal, but with the sparring and stuff, that so. Do, do, are there updates to how you would spar? Like, like, do you spar differently? Do your fighters spar differently now than they did, let's say, ten years ago? Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. Yeah, but uh, more well. I like to get some of those rounds in, but it was more consistent back then. It was, uh, you know, because everybody was so uh, conscious with the CT and stuff and getting hit in the head. I think we kind of go hard, but do things watch like it gym a wars more. exist still? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have one every Saturday. Yeah, yeah, right, definitely. No, <laughs> you and Charlie have gym yeah. wars. Yeah. Yeah. He's got We've his, been here he's sometimes. I think even when I was going yeah, at it with somebody, or you know, yeah, those. Uh, I don't know if I put that in a gym war, but hard spawn. But gym wars definitely still exist for sure. But uh, I remember when I first started, though, it was always gym wars. Like it's totally different now. You know, like the early days of MMA wasn't it? Not more, without a doubt. Wasn't it more like gym wars all the time? Or, yes, sir. You know, no, it was. It Wait, was do, well, right. do people yeah. come? Do people come in and try? So if it, if you, I don't know how it works really. Do you if you hire someone to come uh, uh, spar or someone comes to spar to with uh, let's say an Aljo, do they come with the intention of oh I get to I get to fight against uh, Aljamain? No, Sterling. I think now it's normally that those are always pretty good sparring sessions when you like know each other, right. like when him and Kelleher go or something like that. It's good, but you know, like you get a guy like Marab, he doesn't care. Well, who the hell he's going with? Like, is he could be his your yeah. best his best friend? Yeah. He's coming guns blazing. Like, he's not doing it <gasps> maliciously, go. but he can't go the other way. Yeah, so, he knows one speed. That guy. Yeah, he knows he one speed, goes. and that's it. So, right. you know, if he gets a guy from another school, he's then it, it gets go starts going south. That's going to be a gym war for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I I folks, I'd like to see that, though. Folks, yeah, but, if you have questions, you make sure you check out MMAandBeyond.com. You can find us on social media pretty much anywhere. Um, Ray Longo's Ray Longo MMA. I'm Steve Maraboli. John, the Manimal Beneducci on Instagram, guys. I'm 18 days out. Oh, it's going to be exciting to watch me cut uh, my weight. I got my weight-cutting buddy, Tom the Duck. So oh, Tom the Duck. Tom the help. Duck. Yeah, he's helping me out. Yeah, he's helping you out, and you'll be uh, what sharing it in stories and posts. I and... was thinking of Instagram living it. The only problem is it's going to look miserable. It's a lot of me passing out in the tub. So, you know, <laughs> you Instagram live the the final cut. Yeah, I was thinking about Instagram living the the final cut. I'll definitely Instagram the weigh in. I got my leopard print man. Where can we find Joe too. the Duck on Instagram? So. Tom the Duck, Tom Turtle Duck is on my Instagram. Tom Turtle Duck. Yeah. So here's a question I have, psychologically. Yes. Um, so psychologically, when you're going through your weight cut, every fighter knows that their weight cut's going to suck. You know but, it. But you assume, do you, do you think about the the guy you're fighting and, oh, right now his weight cut sucks too? Or do you think, like, oh, maybe it doesn't suck and, and I'm only one ha- having a shitty weight cut? How does oh, I that hope work? his is worse than mine. I hope that he... Ca- Barely makes it to the fight. Okay, but listen. I hope that you ever watched. There was this Quentin Jackson interview once, 
And they were like, who do you want to fight talks. in the finals? They were like, who do you want to fight in the finals? Going. He's like, the guy that barely made it to there. So that's how I matter. want him to he barely be alive. Me. He doesn't hear me. Yeah. Quentin keeps it real, though. Yeah. I could so the that. other guy. Barely alive. Barely alive. So the reason barely. I'm asking is because let's say psychologically your opponent's hoping, hoping you're, you're suffering. But if you are doing it live, then he can verify that you're suffering, and that could actually empower your opponent. Do you ever think of that? Is that a thing? Is that a component that you would... Who cares how my weight cut looks? I'm not going to be that guy at the fight. I'll so be rehydrated no. come fight time. I hope he underestimates me and watches me suck in the, in the tub and die in there because come With fight time, duck. I'll be ready to freaking kill. I'll be rehydrated, re-upped, solid as shit. I'm ready to smash. So, so even though you're dying, it's a good weight cut. For it's you. a good weight. Yeah, yeah. That's so. how I know I'm ready to fight. Yeah, so Once you go right to the underworld, good, but it's really more of a, just to... a matter of speech. Then is what you're saying. Uh, once you go to the underworld and come back, yeah, right? He you're goes ready to, to the kill. underworld and comes. When back. you go to the underworld and come back, you're ready to kill. It's a matter. You know. So. Did you figure out your outfit? I told you I got the leopard print suit for the weigh-in. Leopard print three-piece suit. You know. Wait, Dylan. Where can they find you, brother? The Quiet Man underscore MMA. Um, I definitely will not be putting my weight cut on there at all. But uh, yeah, my is weight your cut's, weight cut rough too? My weight cut's not that bad. I usually walk around one seventy two around there, so I'm I'm always in shape. So cut to fifty five is really not that bad for me at all. So I feel great, like getting in the sauna, drop a few pounds day of the weigh in, and get on scale, and I'm I'm good to go. So I'm excited. June seventh, gonna uh, gonna put on a show. I'm just definitely gonna work this dude, and I think. Uh, I think he's got his hands full, so I'm excited. I'm excited for your fight, Dylan. You've been yeah. looking great in training. Thanks, dude. Serious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah stuff, yours yeah. is always a fun fight to watch. Folks, thank you so much for listening. Please leave us a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you listen. This is MMA and Beyond. Catch you next time. <laughs>